spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. For Women's History Month, Easy 93.1 is featuring women who are making history now in South Florida as presidents and CEOs of nonprofit organizations that are making an impact on our community. As executive director of Canine Assisted Therapy Dogs, Inc., Monica Wesolowski and her more than 150 therapy dog teams have brought joy and comfort to thousands of South Floridians, often at the most difficult times in their lives. I know it's nature that we're going to credit the dogs for being so special, but it also takes special skills to bring in the right people to train and to coordinate the hundreds of therapy visits that Cat Dogs performs each year. And that's where, Monica, you come in. Welcome and congratulations and thank you for being part of our community. And that's why we honor you during Women's History Month. Thank you very much. I have to know, what did you want to be when you were a little girl, your vision of growing up? Because there was no Barbie therapy dog then to give us the idea that, oh, that's what I'll do. (laughs) Well, I tell you, I've had dogs in my family since I was three years old. So I definitely have had that love relationship with dogs for a very, very long time. But I didn't plan on running a therapy dog organization. My interests were in marketing and creative art and drawing and writing. My mother was very creative and a great writer, and she inspired me to look into those fields. And I was one of those kids who loved um, that TV show, Bewitched. And, oh, yes, uh, Twinkle. Yeah, <laughs> yes, of course. And But Darren Stevens, I really enjoyed uh, what he did and all the crazy antics of, you know, doing commercials and... Right, um, he was with the ad agency. He was. He was with an ad agency and he did storyboards. And I was like, hmm, I could actually make money doing this art stuff. And so that's what I wanted to get into. So that was what I had planned to do is to go to school and be a commercial artist and get into marketing and advertising and do commercials and things like that. So that was my interest. Now, you did work at the Sun Sentinel for a good long time. I sure did. Yes. Uh, When I got out of college, I started out in commercial art, but then ended up going back to school and getting more schooling in, in marketing and advertising and business. And then I worked at ad agencies and some companies before going to the Sun Sentinel and the Sun Sentinel is where I really landed and spent the vast majority of my career. And I got to say that, uh, you know, in all those jobs, even though I ended up not doing art long term, except for fun, I wasn't that good (laughs) in the long run. So I, I left that to the really, really good people. But I realized that my talents were in promoting that. And so I found that I was a great champion of talent and creative people. So artists, writers, and packaging all that for people to see. So when I worked at the Sun Sentinel, I was in marketing and and worked my way up over the 30, 30 plus years there and really, really took so much pride in what our editorial team did and how important the mission was of getting news and information out to the public. 
And the people were, the writers were just so high quality and talented. And so being able to market that was very, very important. And then working with really great creative people to do that. I like to ask what kind of challenges people face in their careers. And I already know in the newspaper industry, once the Internet came along and everything started going digital, it's been really hard for the newspaper industry where they started combining resources and a lot of people lost their jobs and suddenly you needed different skills. You still had to write, but you had to know how to put it on the internet. And it was a different kind of writing and it had to reach different people. So how were you able, is that why you ended up with therapy dogs? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we all needed therapy around the clock, actually. (laughs) That's not a joke. Uh, We actually, one of my employees ended up sneaking. I I, I can let this out now that I'm not working anymore, but she would sneak in her dog and her German shepherd in so we could all just walk into her office and go, ah, you know, very, very well-trained, fabulous dog. It was very funny. But that's so true, um, that awe feeling. Yes, yes, it, it truly is. And yes, the industry went through huge changes during my time there, and it was extremely stressful for everyone in the middle of covering very, very big stories that mattered. And so, yeah, the changes were huge and the pressures on the staff to evolve with the way the whole media industry was evolving was a challenge. So how did you cope with that pressure and the challenge? I would say that, um, again, the people I worked with were fantastic, and I stayed very focused on the mission. And I stayed, it it kind of became a very personal thing to me that I needed this business to survive because it served a purpose. We joked that I would be the last one to turn the light out, possibly, but I'm not going to let this place go down, you know. And certainly that hasn't happened. They're still there and they're doing great. It's always a challenge, but they've shifted to a big digital presence and it's going well. But it, it really, I think it was that mission that, you know, I always had that feel. I I like being the champion. I like being the one who is going to, you know, keep something going. And if I could use my business skills or my marketing skills and try to keep things going so that this good content can get out there, then that's what I wanted to do. And so even despite downsizing and lots and lots of hurdles, um, I was motivated to keep doing the best I could to keep it going. Now, how did you get connected with Canine Assisted Therapy Dogs, Inc. Well, it kind of ties into what we were just saying. We were in the midst in 2018 covering the horrific story of the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas Mm. High School shooting. And our office was in Deerfield and, and is in Deerfield. And many of our staff were impacted, new people, had families involved. And then our entire editorials team was out there 24 7 doing stories and covering the latest developments. And it was an emotional drain on everyone. And then in June of the same year, our sister paper in Baltimore had a shooting in the editorial department. And five of our excellent team members, family members, and our editorial team up there were killed. And so the morale in the Sun Sentinel was extremely low. People were nervous, they were scared, and they were sad, and they were overwhelmed with just the what was going on in the world and how it was impacting us all so locally and and in our business and in every way. So we got together and said, what can we do to help morale? And someone said, well, you know, we could maybe bring in some dogs, some puppies, just to 
you know, help people cope a little bit. And so I started doing some research about what might be available. And I stumbled on canine assisted therapy. And I gave a call to them and said, do you come out to companies? I know you do hospitals and all these nursing homes and things like that. But do you ever come out to companies? And they said, oh, yeah, we do stress relief at companies and we do trauma visits. And I said, boy, well, that's it. We need you. And so they sent about 10 teams out um, when a team is the dog and their handler, which is the owner. It's the owner and their own dog. They sent out uh, teams every Monday for a month. And when I witnessed what took place, they walked the dogs all through the building and our editorial staff who can be real tough people, you know, they've been through a lot, they've seen it all. And they were like laying on the floor, hugging the dogs and oh. you could just see the, the relief. <laughs> and, you know, they say that when you look in a dog's eyes, you both get the chemicals you need to feel better. Yeah, and yeah, the, the endorphins, research, right? Yeah, the endorphins. And there is a proven scientific interaction that happens when dogs and humans look at each other. But again, if you've a dog person and you've experienced that, you don't need any type of a study to tell you that, you know that. But it was just tremendous watching that firsthand. And I said, you know, whenever I leave the Sun Sentinel, I want to go work for this group (laughs) because this is really, I love everything about this. I've always known it, but I didn't know there was a science to it. I didn't know that there was this organization that had really high trained, certified, insured dogs that go out and do special visits like this. I had no idea any of this existed. And when I saw the impact that it had, I said, yep, this is it. This is what I want to do. And then when I left the Sun Sentinel, uh, after many years, I decided, let the next generation, you know, take over for me. Um, I started volunteering here and loved that. And then the opportunity opened up to step into the CEO role. So I was very lucky. Wow. That's a fantastic story. Did you need to get any new skills, study, take new classes to be an executive director as opposed to being in the heart of things right in the midst of everything? Yes. Working for a nonprofit is very different than working for a big company. And in the Sun Sentinel, I had lawyers, I had finance professionals, I had HR professionals, I had anything at my beck and call that I needed help with, expertise. And in a small nonprofit like this, you have to learn everything. So it's been a learning curve. And fortunately, I have an excellent board of directors. And right from the beginning, I said, here's what I'm good at. Here's what I'm not good at. And here's what I'm going to need help with. And in being honest with that, you know, I didn't oversell myself. And they've been bringing resources to me to help fill in the areas where I need more expertise. And then the community also has many professionals out there. So I've talked to different organizations and plugged into them. I've read a lot of books. And then I've had tremendous mentors over the years. And then the staff here also is tremendous with great years of knowledge and history. So it's really been quite a smooth transition into this world with the excellent team that's here in the office with longevity and knowledge and skills. And then again, the board and then the community and people I've been able to reach out to. So it's been great. It feels like it's meant to be like everything that happened, just it happened for a reason. And now you're there working with the dogs that you loved when you were three years old. (laughs) You mentioned people who mentored you. 
Were there particular lessons that you learned from them that you would maybe pass on to young women just starting out in their careers now? Yes, I'd say, you know, my family was my beginning of mentoring of very strong, powerful women. My mother, my two grandmothers, my sister, just uh, the most strong, and and my sister-in-law, just both of them, just tremendously strong women who have overcome so many challenges in life and just keep going with the most positive attitude. So that taught me right from the beginning all through my career that that I need to just keep going and keep overcoming whatever comes along. And there were definitely uh, roadblocks and bumps along the way. And it was uh, necessary to adapt and just keep moving. And I had so many family member role models to show me that. And I also had the great support of a wonderful husband all these years. And now I'm even thrilled and inspired by my two daughters who are professionals and doing so much great work in their chosen professions. But then in the Sun Sentinel, I'd say in particular, I had great women managers and leaders that I would see before I moved into some of their positions as they moved up that were just so impressive. And again, they just showed me what a leader, female leader should look like. And two of them, after they left the Sun Sentinel, went to work for nonprofits and headed them up. One is uh, Mary Riedel, who uh, took over Women in Distress. Of course. And she, she, was, uh, she is really my primary role model, I would say, in this whole transition in my career and still someone that I speak with very often uh, to get some guidance and support and affirmation on what I'm doing. And Josie Bacayao, who took over Hispanic Unity after she left the Sun Sentinel and took the lead position there. Again, just just tremendous women. And so they showed me, hey, there's life after the Sun Sentinel and it's meaningful and fulfilling and important. And our skills that the business skills that we had are very valuable in this world. And so it was absolutely wonderful to to be able to to bring those skills to an organization that that you really care about. It's just a beautiful vortex of good. And I've interviewed Mary, I've interviewed Josie, and amazingly, they both just retired in the last couple of years after 30 years of service. And yes, yes, they are remarkable women. And when I would talk to them, when I talk to you, I talk to people who have reached a place in their life where there's so much wisdom that I get inspired. So thank you for that. I really appreciate it. And what you have done since you've taken over with Cat Dogs Inc., they were fantastic as it is, and it just keeps getting better and better. And anyone who's been touched by any of your therapy dog teams, I'm sure, is most grateful to you. So thank you, Monica Wesolowski, Executive Director of Canine Assisted Therapy Dogs, Inc., their website, catdogs.org. I promise you just looking at the pictures will make you feel better. We are grateful for what you do, and we salute you as one of our top 20 during Women's History Month. Thank you. Thank you, Alan. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Albert's, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more.
That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code super24.